Hello, everyone, and welcome to Joyfully You Podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Lowe, and it is a great day to be alive. It is a great day to be here. Taking a big, deep breath, connecting with your body. Welcome. Welcome to this episode. We're going to be talking about patience and how to practice patience. Now, patience helps strengthen the trust muscle. I like to call trusting the process, like imagine it like a muscle where we have a muscle, but if we don't use it, it's not going to be very strong. And when we start to exercise it, it is going to get stronger. Sometimes it can get a little sore, um, but it is a muscle and it is something that you have. You have an ability to trust and we're aware, right? We're aware if we're feeling impatient, but how do we then go about practicing being patient? So I've had um, different one-on-one coaching calls today, and there was a common theme with all three of the calls, which was around trusting in the process and having patience that things are working out in the midst of the unknown. Whether it's the midst of the unknown within your relationships, within a job, within um things working out like in different circumstances, right? Where you're doing the things that need to be done. You're taking the steps, but you're kind of in a waiting period. You're waiting to find out you're, you're something's a part of the process, you know, and in a waiting process, the mind is trying to grasp for, um, tangibles <laughs> proof. We want to know, is it working out? Is it not? The mind's like, should we freak out? Should we not? Is there things we need to do? Can we actually trust in this? What has happened last time when we had this experience? You know, the mind can go bonkers when we need to trust the process because it doesn't come natural to do so since we've had past experiences, right? And we need to also really keep in mind that there is a cultural conditioning that has happened that has programmed us to be less patient. You know, it's nature versus nurture or whatever else. I'm sure that I do believe that certain personality styles are naturally more patient than others, but we are in a society that really responds to our desire for instant gratification. You know, Amazon Prime is a great example of the manifestation of of us wanting things now, right? It's a demand that was met. And so what happens when we have all of these different examples of instant communication, instant shopping, you know, things where we can have a desire and get what it is that we want immediately, right? You know, there's even phrases of like, go get it you know, whatever it might be. So, you know, if you're in the process of working towards something, but it isn't where you think it should be, let's break it down. Let's break it down. So how do you know that you're supposed to be somewhere else? You know, sometimes the mind will will start judging ourselves and criticizing ourselves because of expectations we've placed on ourselves, saying that I'm only successful if, I'm only successful when. And so, Something that we can do is we can start to give ourselves a little bit more acknowledgement of how far we've come in relation to what it is that we want. So wherever you are standing right now, whether it's concerning your relationship or maybe it's a business or your career, you know, um, something that you know you want more from, you want to experience, but you don't feel like you're there right now. This is so this is what how I like to look at it. When you've already taken all the steps that you know of, 
how can you relax into the trust, relax into the, the, the feeling of like believing that things are working out, that it's all happening, that the universe is responding to the, th- the desires that you have. And so if you've already done all the things and you're waiting or you're in that process of trusting the process, you get to focus on your, your embodiment, the embodiment of who is the type of person that has that relationship? Who is the type of person that has that job? Who is the type of person that experiences that level of success? How do they show up to their day? How do they talk to themselves? How do they interact with people? How do they show up in their mornings? Do they work out? Do they move their body? Do they honor their, their growth and acknowledge it? Do they criticize their every little mistake or not leave any room for mistakes? You know, so you kind of get where I'm going. If the universe gave you everything that you've been wanting right now, your head would spin. It would spin because most of the time we wouldn't know how to handle it. Like, for example, if you're growing a side business or your art, you know, and you're expressing and creating and you're turning this hobby into something that you want it to be a full-time income, you want a million-dollar business or or maybe you want to sell a thousand items or I don't know, whatever it is. You want to match your other income with your hobby income, you know, your hobby income to match your job. Whatever the goal is, imagine if it was handed to you right now. Here you go. Here's all of it. You know, do you think that you'd be able to handle it? Do you think that you'd have the bandwidth, the knowledge, the experience to actually handle it all right now? And this is where we get to trust in where we are because I'm a firm believer that the universe gives us exactly what we're able to handle. And so if we feel like, well, nothing's moving, ask, well, how well have I been taking, and this is a harsh reality that I had to have in conversation I had to have with myself, was, was like, do I have the mental capacity to take on the level of clients that I want to work with? Because if I am not taking care of myself, taking care of my time, taking care of my mind, taking care of my body, then I'm not going to feel like I have this extra capacity to do these other things. So what I realized is like the self-care, going on walks, going to the gym, sitting in the sauna, making my smoothies, eating healthy, right? Not smoking so much weed, (laughs) you know, these things that were blocking me from feeling this space that I could hold space for other people, you know, I, I wasn't living the life of the person that had the things I wanted. And and this is like, we go up and down with this, right? We go in and out of this embodiment where all of a sudden we feel like that person and then we don't. And so we are, you know, we're riding this emotional roller coaster at times or like our, our emotion is, is inching up the scale. And then sometimes we feel a little bit heavier emotions and it starts kind of going down the scale. Um, and so I think that what's important when we realize, okay, I need patience is where am I right now? How am I actually feeling? The more descriptive we can be about our emotions, the easier it is to process them and to understand what is below that. And, you know, whenever we have the knowledge or the insight of the aha as to, oh, I'm feeling like this because of that, we can start to have a little bit of empathy and compassion towards ourselves. This is why I'm so passionate and forever going to uh, promote journaling. 
Because when we start to create an inner dialogue with ourself, and this is how we create a relationship with ourself of actually understanding, because it's really easy to create the reality within our mind, you know, but it feels limiting for me. But when I am able to write it out, it's almost like I can take a step back and I'm looking at a movie screen and watching it from a completely different perspective versus being completely engrossed into the experience of it and being like, you know, uh, being pulled around left and right with the emotions. And so a little way that I want to give you as a way to practice being patient, practice being patient when it comes to conversations. So this is something that I do often because I love to talk. That's why I have a podcast. I love to connect with people. I get excited. I want to share ways and things that I can relate to what it is that they're saying. But a way that I practice patience within the big things in my life is practicing patience within the small things. So for example, if you're having a conversation, and this is most important with the people closest to you, because we're much more likely to interrupt the people closest to us than we are a stranger or a colleague or someone that we that we don't have as close connection or intimacy with, okay? So the people closest to you, if you're someone that loves to talk and you can find yourself interrupting or like, you know, you're wanting to say something while someone's still finishing saying something, start practicing patience by being fully present and, and start noticing yourself of, of letting someone completely say everything that they're saying before you respond. And this can take time. Like I first noticed this when I was in sales, uh, I was working for a company and I had really bad uh, ratings. Like they, there were certain ratings that were really good. And I felt like I was super smiley. I was talking to everyone. I thought I was super personable. And from the outside looking in, I totally was. They're like, how is she getting bad reviews? And what we discovered through like, okay, what's here? What, what, what's in my blind spot that I'm not seeing that is causing, you know, a riff with people was I was interrupting. People would be talking and say what they want and I'd interrupt them because I was so driven towards sale, sales or driven towards, you know, and in conversation it could be, you know, you're clear on a point you want to make or you want to be understood versus seeking to understand. Um, and so I started practicing by literally putting like a finger over my mouth where it's like my hand, you know, like if you have your hand in a fist, but then you can kind of like lift the knuckle of your first finger a little bit where I would put that over my mouth, almost like a thinking face. But what it really was, was me literally covering my mouth to keep me from talking until they completely said everything that they wanted to say. And then take, okay, now it's my turn. And so what I was doing was I was practicing respecting people, practicing respecting the conversation and the environment and noticing my own internal impulses and urges to just jump right in and talk. And right, you know, like sometimes like in a part of that, like with my friend group, it's almost like the loudest person gets to talk and, and it's just like, blah, 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 blah. And then the other person talks over, the other person talks over, the other person talks over. And for people that are not used to that, it could seem like, wow, I'm never going to get a chance to talk. And for me and my closest friends, we're like, come on, we didn't hear you. Just talk louder. You know, we're so, it's almost this, um, little cultural thing within my girlfriends that uh, we're just all talking, you know, we're not trying to interrupt each other and we don't really see it that way. But within other relationships, you know, uh, that's, it can come across rude. It can come across arrogant. Anyways, 
The point is, it is a small way to practice patience that could then support you in the bigger things you are um, trusting the process with and patiently, you know, using intentions of patience. Because obviously the times that we are using intentions of patience are the times that we don't feel patient and we want it now. We want answers. We want to control. We want to know what the fuck is up. We want to know how we can either fix this, change this, feel different, whatever else. And so trusting the process and surrendering to it. And surrendering doesn't mean giving up. Surrendering for me means accepting that it is what it is right now that the informa- this is the information I have and choosing to trust the process and trusting the process requires patience. And so this is like a little challenge to be patient in your conversations. If you are the extrovert that loves to talk like me, you know, and you will be amazed at how much people open up when you give them the space to say everything they want to say without feeling rushed to have the words. Because I realized through this process, and I've been practicing this since 2013. So I've been practicing this for like actively practicing this for 10 years. And I'm not perfect at it at all. It's a process, right? And it's the hardest with the people closest to us. Because we are less reserved, we are more crass in certain ways. And so that's your challenge, okay? That is, it's not even a challenge as much as it is an invitation. I invite you to practice patience in that way. And it will make an impact in those other things that you're wanting because it's a muscle. It doesn't have to be exercised in only one direction, it can be exercised in other directions. It's still, the muscle is still getting strengthened. You know what I mean? So you will be amazed, especially all of like your introverted friends that can open up a lot more or, you know, even if it's your partner or your parent or your sibling, like those are the people to really practice this with of when you're in conversations with them and you feel the urge to say something that they haven't finished talking yet, do what I did. Put your finger over your mouth so you can just fully listen and be present with them instead of jumping to interrupt them and change the direction of the conversation. And it's not that it's bad to do because oftentimes like the people that we're in conversations with, like we riff off each other and it's all good and you don't even notice it. Um, that's why this is a like a practice, like a patient's practice, practice being fully present. And what this is, this is active listening, right? This is active listening where you're listening to someone and it's really, really uh, powerful When you find yourself wanting to defend yourself or explain yourself and instead putting that to the side and when someone's talking about something, listen and ask another question. And if you don't know what to say, say someone finished something, what they were saying and you're like, just like repeat back what they just said and then they will continue to open up even more. You know, so if there's, for example, if we're talking about relationships and you've been feeling impatient or you're wanting more intimacy or wanting a deeper connection, you're wanting them to open up more, Right. Oftentimes it's the women that want more words from the men. And um, a way that you can do that is by practicing being a better listener. You want someone to talk more? Then talk less. Ask more questions. And I'm saying that with total love as someone who's... You want. You guys want to know what my um, instant... My AOL instant messenger username was? Are you ready for this? Love to talk too much. Okay. L-U-V to 
talk too much. L-U-V. It had to be L-U-V, right? Anyways, I laugh all the time at that being my username because that I love to be able to talk and that's how I can connect and I'm a verbal processor, right? And so it's even more so important to be aware of how my desire to speak and be heard and communicate can actually create friction in certain relationships if I'm not allowing them to also be heard and seen because I'm just like dominating conversation, right? So just be aware of that. It's just a little way to practice patience by being an incredible listener. And I am a firm believer that all of our relationships, all of our experiences get better when we become better listeners. So we can be fully present with things that we're hearing and we actually hear a lot more. We actually, it it, it changes the relationships and it might seem like it's such a small thing, but start practicing it and start noticing and having some self-awareness to yourself. If you oftentimes are wanting to interrupt something or someone before they've completed talking, right? And, And again, it's the people closest to us that this is the most challenging. So that is a little way to practice patience while you are in the process, while you are trusting, and while you're in these transitions in your life, trusting that it is working out, that you are the type of person that can do these things, and visualizing and connecting with what that person, who that person is, because that person is within you, but it's like, how can I fully show up as the person that has that business, as the person that creates art often as the person that has a healthy relationship, as a person that talks to their family with love, like as a person that um, believes in their, their abilities and their career and that things work out for you. You're the type of person that things work out for. You're the type of person that knows how to relax and trust the process because everything is working out for you. It's all happening. It's all in the process. You are loved and infinitely supported, okay? All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Joyfully You Podcast. We discussed how to trust the process by using one little exercise to strengthen your patience, okay? So send you guys so much love. If you loved this episode, please leave us a review. You can do so on Apple iTunes um, in the review section, or even in Spotify, you can leave uh, five stars there. Um, It means the world, it helps the show grow. And also if you've been interested in having a one-on-one coach or mentor, there's a link in the show notes below to schedule a free discovery call with me to see if I could support you in some of the things that you are creating for the mental and emotional fortitude you need to create them. So the link is in the show notes below. Again, my name is Kelsey Lowe. You are listening to Joyfully You podcast, and I will see you on the next episode.